Welcome to Because, you know, Dragons. This is a podcast about dragons. My name's Micah. And my name's Joe. And today we're going to be defining what a dragon is. So we both made a list of what our top five traits are, and we're going to kind of go back and forth and define what a dragon is. And probably argue a lot, because yep. that's what makes an interesting podcast, right? Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Okay, so Joe, what's your number one dragon trait? Oh yeah, because ladies go first. Um, so I think the most important part about being a dragon in dragonness is breathing fire. That's my number one. And like, if the dragon doesn't breathe fire, it's the exception that proves the damn rule. So does it have to be fire? Because like, there's elemental dragons like electric bitch dragons and yeah. spicy. But those dragons proved the rule that they have to breathe something, and it was originally fire. Okay. So I think, I think for dragonness, that is, that's pretty good for me. If they can breathe fire or breathe something else, that's what we've got. Okay. Dragon, hardcore. Me in the morning, dragon, definitely. My number one is a little more vague than that. I have has power, so that can. Doesn't necessarily have to be like a powerful dragon, because there's like the little bitch dragon on My Little Pony, but he still has like some form of power to him. So like, he has like a little bit of fire breath, and that's a power. And so things that you wouldn't see like your neighborhood Komodo dragon doing. Well, that's like a, I don't know, no. So like it magic. Yeah, I guess magic would be... It doesn't necessarily have to be magic, but... I mean, a Komodo dragon has, like, its little halitosis murder-you breath, so... Sure, yeah. Magic. Go with that. <laughs> huh. Okay. So, my number two is not nearly as vague. Uh, it's reptilian. It's kind of a reptile scaly, um, I wouldn't want to pick it up. Yeah, I also have lizard-like. I got a little more specific there just because, like, turtles are reptiles, but you don't see, like, necessarily oh. see dragons that have, like, shells. And Dude, stuff, turtle so. dragon would be great. That'd be fucking awesome. Why don't we have a turtle dragon? Writing that down for things that should exist. Turtle dragon. Okay, so future podcast, we're making a turtle dragon. Um, so what was, was that your number that, two? That was my number two. Was, okay, was whoa. So yeah, no, I think that in popular culture and historically, most dragons are reptilian. Yeah. I know there are exceptions. You've got like some of your monster hunter monsters, which are kind of more like dinosaurs. Yeah, they're but mostly dinosaurs. But... They're still, they have some mammalian ones. Um but again, I think that exception just proves the rule that yeah dragons are reptiles. And that kind of goes into my number three is that they're scaly. Like even like you see some that have like fur, but they're not like covered in fur. They still have the scales. Mm. Um, kind of like dinosaurs again. Yeah, like they have like some feathers or some fur like around the neck or something. But like most of their body is scales. So I think like it it kind of goes in with the lizard like, but not quite because. It's more descriptive. Yeah. Okay, so then mine branches away from that. My number three is they have wings or can fly somehow. 
funny because that's my number four. Oh, yeah, because no, I think the quintessential dragon is four legged and has two wings. So that makes them really weird because there are no animals that have six appendages, but. I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily think they need wings because, like, the Chinese dragons, like, they're just like big dragon dildo. Worms? Thing. Like a worm, yeah. Something um, you dig up in the garden and throw back away. Yeah, like, which is interesting that you call them worms, because I was reading The Hobbit the other day, which we'll get more into in a future episode, but they refer to Smaug a lot as a worm, and it's spelled W-O-R-M, so... Yeah, but he's know. a cute worm. I'd cuddle with him. I, I, I was going to say I don't know, but I'd fuck that dragon. Whoa. Anyway... Number, f- are we on Kids, number five? Kids, turn this podcast off right now. We're on your number four. No, my number f- Oh. Well, uh, so, going on to fucking dragons, uh, horns. <laughs> dragons have horns. They are some horny beasts. Yes. No, I always think of dragons, uh, probably because I grew up on Spyro, but dragons have horns. They poke you with their horn. Um, now that we're on dragon reproduction this is getting a little awkward <laughs> but <laughs> uh, so like as far as horns are they like the bony horns that doesn't make it better preferably or are they just like scaly knobs on their heads because that didn't get it much better either nope but bony horn versus scaly knob i'd take a bony horn any day uh, no but no i do think bony horn is more the way i'm leaning and they have like face things a lot of time like I, I don't know how to describe pimples? them like are you talking about pimples i've never seen dragon i thought you said before. nipples and face nipples are not dragon face nipples you heard it here kids <laughs> okay so my number five to move on from that conversation is they have to have a weakness because if they don't then they're just all powerful and they're god and i don't think they're a dragon anymore once they are god um, unless they're the dragon god. Unless they're the dragon god, but I mean, you can only have like one or two of those, and then it's not so special anymore. Interesting that you say that um, having a weakness is important because I put uh, they have a love of treasure because that ties in yeah. with a lot of their weaknesses and um, different depictions. They lay on the treasure to protect their. Mm-hmm. Really weak underside. Uh, Smaug, he's a good example. Yeah. Has to protect that nasty, gross, mushy underbelly. I should probably lay on some treasure when I get home later. Yeah, and you see a lot in literature, like they literature and games and stuff. Like their stomach is often their weakest point. So, stomach or their eye, it's a lot of things. The eye of the dragon. I don't think that's how that song goes. Oh, no. The year, the year of the dragon, the year of the tiger, it's interchangeable. Mm, don't think I think so. that's how it works. Those are both Chinese culture things that... Culturally appropriated. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I did. So, so, no. Love of treasure. I can't think yeah. of... I'm trying to think of some dragons that aren't... Have some yeah, like penchant even, for treasure, gold, jewels, Like, even, magic. like, the, like, lesser lesser dragons like again the shitty dragon from my little pony or the 
dragon pet from Dave the Barbarian. Like, I think whenever they see something shiny, they they go for it. So, I, I, I would agree with that. They, But are, is that mostly, like, the European dragon, or...? You know, I think my whole idea of dragonness skews more towards European yeah. Western concepts of dragon versus the Asian European or Asian um, Oriental view yeah. of a dragon. Like, I don't think I know enough about the Asian culture of Asian dragons to be definitive about that. I think I think they do share a lot of traits with the. European dragon, otherwise we wouldn't call them dragons, but... Well, I think the, the reason is, is because we live in the United States, and, and um, <laughs> Europeans uh, take everything over, so thus <laughs> European dragons are also basically the medieval equivalent of Donald Trump. They build up a wall, hoard all the treasure, and don't like the other dragons to come in, right? Is that right? Right, sure. Yeah. Too far? Not far enough. A little, a little far. I don't know. What's our political segment on dragons? Dragon politics. Let's move into, like, the origin of the word dragon. So, we looked up in the Oxford English Dictionary. Got official. Yeah. Went like, to the library, did it, actual research. Yeah. This is going to be, like, your most research-heavy episode of this, just so you guys know. Like, in the future, we're going to just fuck around and be like, yeah. My Little Pony Dragon, isn't that a bitch? Um, but we wanted to, like, for our definition, we wanted to sound a little legit, so... We have college degrees, so we need to use them, yeah, is well, what she's and saying. and my college degree is in English, so I didn't want to, you know, squander that. So we looked in the Oxford English Dictionary. If you don't know what that is, it's a huge, like... There were, like, 15 volumes. Every word in it, it goes like from its first the first time it was like seen in writing as far as we know to now and it shows you the context that it was used in and tells you the definition so if you need a resource for a paper use that you guys so dragon we looked it up and there are about three pages that use the word dragon uh, in some sort of context, whether it's just like dragon or dragon's blood or whatever. It's got it's, history. It's, yeah. And like the word dragon itself took up like a page and a half. So it's been extensively used. I think like the earliest that it had is like the 1400s maybe oh 1308 i think is what that says and that's the modern word dragon not even taking into account yeah. ancient words that meant similar the same type of thing yeah and we there's a book by daniel ogden called dracon dragon myth and serpent cult in the greek and roman worlds and he says that the word dragon origi originates from the greek word dracon from their dragon fighting myths and legends. So, like, they had, like, all these stories and stuff about people fighting dragons and being like, yeah, I'm a badass. I just killed that dragon. And so we adapted it from Dracon to become dragon. And then, like, that was in French, and then we just kind of stole the word because 
were again English speakers and English white people steal it. It's ours now. for the win. And it also comes from the word, the Latin word dracomen, um, which means huge serpent. And the Greek word dracon means serpent, giant sea fish. So kind of has like a an underwater origin, which is kind of cool because it went from being a water thing to the fire thing and be like opposites. And I'm a, I'm a nerd for word things, so. So if all of you are asleep now, um, wake <laughs> up. We'll put Micah back in the corner. <laughs> yeah, just like fast forward through those like that three minute little rambling rant. No, but it's important to look at the etymology for us going forward because we need to um, probably open up our views. I forget that the seafaring portion is a big part, so maybe fire breath wasn't. Shouldn't be my number one characteristic of a dragon, but I like fire breath, yeah, so. I mean, I think we, like, when you hear the word dragon, like, most people, like, immediately associate dragon with fire, because that's what we mostly see. You think of Smaug, you think of the dragon from Shrek, you think of, even Spyro has a dragon breath, so I, I don't think it's necessarily bad that that's what we associate it with it's just first thing in our brain and now joe is drawing a turtle dragon and that's like the cutest thing i've ever seen yes it's an <laughs> underwater leviathan if you will that's a big word so now i sound smart and aren't like leviathans like kind of related to dragons like yeah i think um don't quote me don't quote me but um I think the word dragon and leviathan were used somewhat interchangeably in the Greek yeah. of the Old Testament. Uh, again, don't don't quote any of this, but the leviathan has to do with some ancient creation myths, um, even mm. predating the Jewish scriptures, all about the water. And they, again, don't quote me. Don't fact check me. Um, I think there's... Hashtag do. Hashtag fact check Micah. <laughs> Hashtag fact check everything. Hashtag fake news. Google. <laughs> um, but I think there are some like creation myths like beyond Christianity and Judaism that have like dragons and I think Chinese culture, again, don't quote me on this. I think Chinese culture has a dragon and a creation myth. That's something I'll have to look up and maybe do a future episode on. Oh, even some of the Psalms make reference to um, God taming Leviathan. Yeah. Because for ancient people, the sea was a scary chaos. And God brought order, so there's context yeah. for it. I mean, even... I mean, like, you see, like, maps and things, and, like, older maps will have, like, in the more uncharted areas, they'll have, like, dragons and different, like, mythical creatures where they don't really know what's there. Just to be like, hey... Maybe don't go here. There's a dragon. Coincidentally, in Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars for the Nintendo DS, thank you, Mom, for buying that for me before I was <laughs> able to purchase the game, because it was rated M, but if you go to the edge of the map, there'll be a little thing that say, dragons are here, or something like that, so yeah. 
Yeah. Even even Grand Theft Auto knows how to poke fun at those kinds of things. I think along with that, like, where was, where was Dragon Theft Auto or Dragon, not <laughs> yes! Dragon Theft Auto? Dragon Theft Auto. You heard it here. So we have turtle dragons in Dragon Theft Auto that are we're gonna make in the future. Um, Grand Theft Auto was that a was that a Japanese made game or is that American made? European. European. So, but we have like dragons in Chinese culture, European culture, um, African culture. They have I, I, I know like even less about those than Chinese dragons. Um, you see them in like South American culture. So, and they all kind of like come from like oral history into now, which is really kind of cool that they are worldwide and share like like yeah you look like uh, like a chinese dragon and a european dragon they look very different but you still see a lot of similarities between them from even before there was contact between the two cultures so that's one of the most fascinating things about dragons to me is how universal they are so maybe we're looking at world peace the wrong way maybe dragons dragons are the key to world peace or aliens not saying it was aliens. That's but... a different podcast oh. entirely. Oh. Oh? Or a TV show. Ancient aliens. Yeah. Dragons are aliens. <laughs> oh, another weird story <laughs> about the History Channel. Um, maybe it was Discovery Channel. Whatever. My sister had seen a TV show. It was a fake documentary about dragons and their um, their biology and how they could operate like what sort of gases what they'd have in their this? stomach, what they would do to ignite flames. So she saw this one time, and she thought that it was real, that they had really <laughs> found a dragon. And my sister was probably in high school or junior high, so she should have known. I think like H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds, everybody freaked out when it went on the radio. My sister swore up and down. Dragons are real. Amazing. What is this, and why am I just now learning about this at 23? Did the same thing for mermaids, and she got confused (laughs) then, too. So, I think this is a good segue into our own histories with dragons and why we're doing this podcast. Um, Oh, we had a choice? I thought I just had to. I mean... I thought, since I live in your crawl space, you let me out just to do this. Joe... Shut up, you're fired. Um, so, Joe, what's your history with dragons? How did you... What was your first dragon, and why do you like dragons? Um, probably the earliest memory I have of dragons is Spyro the dragon. Um, spent a lot of time playing Spyro 2, Spyro 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the original game, but it's a little bit more unwieldy. Kind of a... You didn't grow up playing. It's a little bit harder to play. Um, A little bit more rigid, I would say. Um, But no, the second and third games, that was my childhood. I'd come home from school. Um, I was really picky, so I'd always have a snack, usually a milkshake. For some reason, I never saved the game because I was stupid, apparently. And I'd be able to get through the whole first world of of the second game in probably 45 minutes, rinse, wash, repeat every single day of my life. Because I lived a sad life, Micah. So, is Spyro your favorite dragon, or...? Well, like, 
isn't he everyone's favorite dragon? No. Not Skylander Spyro. That's an abomination. We don't talk about that. Some people like Skylanders. Well, I say that in, like, the tone of voice, like, I play Skylanders every day. I've literally never touched Skylanders, so... Some people also like cutting off their own legs, but... I don't think anybody likes that. Exactly my point. <laughs> no. The first three Spyro games, nothing touches those. Yes, excited for the remake. Excited for Skylanders to go away? Maybe. I, I doubt that'll ever happen. Well, I think that whole toy in the video game thing's kind of dying a little bit. But Except for Amiibo. Those will love, live forever. Yes, and we'll be getting a dragon Amiibo soon with Ridley. If he if is, in fact, a dragon. But... Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, Micah, what was your first dragon, or your favorite, or both, well, if they're different? My first dragon, it's kind of, I don't know which came first in my life. The chicken whether, or the egg? The dragon or the dragon egg? Whether it was the dragon, or if it was Smaug, not from the book, but from the Rankin and Bass, the Hobbit movie. Oh my gosh! Let me tell you guys, love, love, love that movie. It is amazing if you haven't seen it. I, and I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I'm pretty sure it's amazing and not like it's a good movie and it's going to change your life. It's amazing in like the, what the fuck did I just watch? That was so fucking cheesy. Kind you of. might burn your eyeballs out it's after seeing that. So I can't believe anyone good. else in the entire world has seen that. so good. Uh, we had that. We had the, um, the Return of the King. And that one's awful. Had, Don't. We Don't had, look that like, one up. Save yourself some time. The Lord of the Rings, which was like the Fellowship of the Ring and a little bit of... I think it was a little bit of Two Towers. I yeah. can't... It's been a while since I've watched those. But that was... a. I watched that the Rankin and Bass, The Hobbit, several times as a child. And I don't remember too much about the smog from that. But around the same time, the show Dragon Tales came out. And that was kind of, like, one of the first pieces of media that was just mine. I have an older brother, and, like, we would watch a lot of the same shows, and he would kind of be like, yeah, that's my favorite show. You can't like that, because we've, we've grown since then. He's less of a bitch. Love you, Josh. Um, but Dragon Tales came out, um, I was probably five or six when that came out. And so my brother was probably eight or nine. So he was a little old for that. So it was like the first show that I could watch and just be like, yeah, this is my show. I can enjoy that without having my brother come in and ruin it for me. So Yeah, I feel like I was already too old when Dragon Tales came out. Yeah. But I think I aged out pretty early a lot of those kids shows. Yeah, I watched I, a lot of Discovery Channel because I'm a nerd. Nobody's arguing that. So yeah, I watched that and then like the first like chapter book like without pictures or anything that I read was The Hobbit so that kind of has been a recurring thing in my life was The Hobbit definitely either Smaug or Dragon Tales were the biggest in my life and then Smaug definitely is probably my favorite really hmm. yeah I think he just embodies everything dragon like he is the form, he is the perfect Plato form of a dragon. Like, when you think dragonness, everything's a deviation from Smaug. Yeah, well, like, the first thing that I think of it, when I, like, when I had the idea for this podcast, like, the first thing I thought of was Smaug. 
because how can you not? I think a lot of like I think a lot of our modern dragon ideas come from The Hobbit and what Smaug is. Like he comes Smaug comes a lot from like Beowulf and there's just another dragon that I'm trying to think of, but like no, other, but like, early Europeans, but I think you're on the right track with Beowulf. Tolkien loved Beowulf, oh, yeah. and if you if you've read Beowulf, you can see so much that Tolkien's drawn from. I'd love to read his translation. Mm-hmm. It's I've read a little bit of it. It's really, it's it's different than other translations, but it's you can you can see the Tolkien Tolkienness on it, but and there popped up a Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Beowulf is really just two feet tall and <laughs> makes him much more impressive. No, it, it, I always think of Smaug first and then go from there. Um, and, and we'll get more into Smaug in a later episode because he is like one of the quintessential dragons. But Now, do you think of dragons more as like mythical creatures or are you more of like a oh, well, they are a could-be type animal, you know, because that's like the new right. push, like the Marvel movies now are like almost science type science, you know? That's instead of just being kind of magical. Right. Um, I think the way I feel about dragons is like a lot of how I feel about like ghosts and things. Like, obviously there's not, like there can't be. We would, we would know that it would have been proven by now if there were. Ghost dragons? Ghost dragons, that'd be so cool. Um, dragon. Oh, if you've seen, like, the new Ghostbusters, the one with, like, Kate McKinnon, and there's a ghost in that that's very dragon-like, and you'll have to watch it. We'll have to do an episode on that. Um, but, like, I think there's enough dragon lore in all the different cultures around the world that if it happens, it happens, and that's... There's not a whole lot that I can do about it, but I'm not gonna like hold my hold my breath thinking that dragons are gonna be real, because they're not. We'd be dead if they were real. Come on. I feel like we would have made a pact with them. Yeah. To beat the real menace, turtle dragons. Unless alien dragons. Oh. Dragons shoot. are aliens. We're screwed. We're screwed, guys. It comes full circle. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver, where are you? <laughs> She's the only one who can save us, let's be honest. It wasn't just Hollywood magic. She really is that much of a badass. She scares me. Wait, wait, wait. So, oh man, we gotta save this for the Ridley, is Ridley a dragon episode? But Sigourney Weaver, Ridley, all about aliens. Very mm, true. Spoilers. Guys, here's a sneak preview. Nintendo was on to something. Hashtag Nintendo magic right there. Hashtag Nintendo truther. <laughs> Hashtag Mario knows more about you than you know about you. Hashtag... Fuck, I, I don't know anymore, you guys. <laughs> so, speaking of future episodes, we have a ton of ideas. We're gonna talk about Smaug, Bridley... Um, Komodo dragons, dragonflies, stuff like that. So, dragon fruit? Dragon fruit. I've never had one of those. They look weird as shit. Um, but we invite you to follow us on Twitter at um, BYK Dragons. Um, and you can tweet at us if you have more any dragon ideas. Like, like Joe said, dragon fruit. I didn't even think of that. 
Um, and you can follow me personally at Micah underscore, I guess. You can follow me at Joe underscore the underscore wolf. And you can email us at becauseyouknowdragons at gmail.com. And we'll have all of this in the episode notes. So don't think you have to remember this because I sure as heck am having a hard time remembering yep, it myself. Nope, I don't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning. So look for us in all the normal places you find your podcasts, uh, including iTunes, the Google Podcast app, and YouTube. Uh, um, you can join us bi-weekly. We'll come up with a day that we're going to post it every week or every other week. Um, and we'll tweet it. We'll tweet. We'll tweet at you guys. So until next time, we'll jo- join us for more turtly dragons and... Corny dragon goodness. Mm, yeah. But until next time... Because, you because, know... You know... Dragons. Dragons. <laughs> I'm a dragon,